0: Welcome to Catholic Views. I'm your host, Renee Kranz. On today's show, we get a full 30 minutes of Dr. Chris Bergwald. Yes, you do. So, uh, Chris and I, for the interview portion of the show, we are going to talk about um, some Christian media ads series, The Chosen and He Gets Us ads. And we'll talk about them a little bit, some possible issues with them, what they're doing good, those kind of things, and how to... Watch them as Catholics and and pay attention to this stuff. Um, so stick around for that. First, of course, we have some biblical bites with Dr. B. Yes,
1: him again. Woo! Him um, again. So,
0: um <laughs> it's Ash Wednesday as we're
1: as we're recording. recording so. And therefore, today is
0: the first day of Lent.
1: N- not today. Like what? What Sunday is? Oh, it, Sunday.
0: Renee? Sorry. <laughs> first Sunday of Lent. <laughs>
1: The interview goes much better, folks. Don't worry. <laughs> um, so, so do you, every, every year, the gospel for the first Sunday of Lent is always about the same thing. Uh, and therefore, like the, the preface the prayed at mass is about, is about this thing. Do you have any idea, Renee, off mm. the top of your head, Recording early as we are, mm-hmm. what the gospel for the first Sunday of Lent is always about.
0: My guess is it's about John the Baptist going out into the desert.
1: Good guess, but no.
0: Or Jesus going on the desert to be tempted. Yes.
1: So the gospel it has is always... to be a desert somewhere, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> so the preface uh, that that person, the first part of Eucharistic prayer before we kneel. There's a preface for the temptation mm-hmm. of the Lord. Um, so the first Sunday of Lent is, is I think every year is about the temptation of the Lord. So the gospel for this year is from Matthew, but the first reading, which will get, which will be brought up during the during interview, interview. Um, <laughs> a little bit, is from Genesis. Eh? So there's a little bit from Genesis chapter two of the second creation account where uh, the first creation account is sort of big picture creation of everything. Mm -hmm. And then with the creation of man and woman as the pinnacle of God's material creation, the second creation is, is much more personal. Okay. Where it's God formed um, Adam from the dust Mm. and then took Eve from, uh, created Eve from his side. Mm -hmm. We don't get all of that, just a little excerpt from chapter two, that second creation account.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, Most of then the the first reading from Genesis, from Genesis chapter three with the fall. Oh, okay. So this is where, you know, when you're... um, people reading and now we've got things like Father Mike Schmitz and the Bible in a year and he can help us explain, but people who maybe just have tried in the past to pick up their Bible and read it through pretty quickly, obviously Genesis, first book of the Bible, chapter three, pretty early on. It
0: probably can get through that one. You probably get that far <laughs> uh,
1: sometime in um, the first week of January if you're doing the New Year's resolution kind yeah. of thing, um, but like there's a talking snake like what the heck is going on here? A talking snake. What's, I didn't know that's
0: where we were going to go here.
1: Uh well that's what happens. Have you not read Genesis chapter 3? Well
0: three? I have. Yes.
1: Um and people are like this is like this is weird mm-hmm. or dumb because snakes can't talk. Right. right. Snakes can't talk. Right. Um even
0: then they, even didn't, then talk. they didn't talk. Even then they did not talk.
1: So just to, I mean I I I you never know what people don't know. So a lot of listeners might be really familiar with this already, but just in case, for folks who aren't, um, the the serpent the, the serpent that that talks to Eve is not your regular old run of the mill snake. Right. It's not actually a snake at all. Mm-hmm. It is in fact Satan. Right. Um, it is the 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 fallen angel who became the prince of the demons, Lucifer, Satan. Um, the devil. So the devil, uh, with the other fallen angels heavy, uh, having already fallen, is now going to try to corrupt. Uh, God's other personal creation. So, angels are personal beings mm-hmm. with intellects and free wills, and then human beings are personal beings with intellects and free wills. And as far as we're aware, at this point in human history, <laughs> um, that we angels and human beings are the only personal beings in God's creation. Okay. okay. And Satan is goes about to try to corrupt, to tempt. Uh, Adam and Eve to to turn from God, just as he and the other fallen angels did as well. Right. So that's what's going. And so so this is setting up in uh, Genesis chapter three, really for the rest of human history. What's going to happen? Mm-hmm. We read from Genesis three, Genesis chapter three. Uh, <laughs> Several months from now, not a few months ago, uh, December eighth, the Feast of the Immaculate Conception, oh. where it's about the the victory that's going to come. Yep. But here, it's just laying out. Jesus is going to go into the desert, into the wilderness, to face temptation, just as Adam mm-hmm. and Eve mm-hmm. faced temptation. Not in the wilderness, not in the desert, but in, but the, in garden. the garden.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, so there, there's the parallel where Adam, uh, where Eve and Adam failed. The new Adam, as Jesus is sometimes God, is going to be victorious.
0: And thank goodness he is, or Amen. we would have a much worse life. Amen. <laughs> Thanks, Doc. You bet. In studio with me today, you get a full half hour of Dr. Chris. Don't, well,
1: don't go away. Just stay. Don't, yeah. <laughs> don't change that dial. Please,
0: please. Yes. Uh, Chris is staying with us for the whole day because <clears throat> I wanted him to... Have a conversation with me about some things that probably an awful lot of us saw recently on the TV. <laughs> if you happened to watch the Super Bowl, which many of us do, even if we pay no attention to football, right? Um, and you may have seen these other places too. There were some commercials on during the Super Bowl um, from a website or a group. I'm not sure how to refer to them, but it's He Gets Us. Uh, I've seen several of these commercials, so I wanted to talk about those. Um, and I also wanted to talk about um, the Chosen series a bit. We um, want to talk about, like, this is different media, different, I guess you'd call it Christian media. <clears throat> yep. And how should we watch this? How should we, do we need to be, like, critical of it? What What do we need to do as Catholics? And just make sure that we're... Not just hit, like being spoon fed a bunch of stuff that we, sh- we need to be more critical about, right. I guess, is what I wanted to be able to talk about. So right. Chris was like, all right, <laughs> I'll yeah, come, I'll come talk, talk about it. To talk to me.
1: All right. <laughs> wow. wow.
0: And Chris, if you aren't watching the video, Chris suddenly has a different face today. Oh, my gosh. Like, yeah,
1: I, I thought you were going to talk about the fact that I have ashes on my forehead. No, he
0: actually got to mass, which and is I'm great this morning. And I'm black.
1: Yes. You know, it's fitting. Yes, like, that's true. Know, you look like it's Well, Christmas. I really
0: wasn't thinking I'm, about I'm that, I guess. Lend.
1: Good job, Elise. Uh,
0: <laughs> so we're recording this on Wednesday morning as yeah. we're about to get... Slammed with a big blizzard, another, so another we've moved our schedules around so we could quick get in here and record okay. and not give you a rerun. So. That's right. We don't want <laughs> to do that. <laughs> no, I, I hate that.
1: Especially to start. I mean, first Sunday of
0: Where, I know, Lent. first Sunday of Lent, I did not want to have to do a rerun. Yeah. So, All right, so let's start with the He Gets Us commercials. So, okay, so we've seen these on Super Bowl. Was there something you wanted to say right away?
1: I I think you're going to, for those maybe who haven't seen any of them. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I want to just kind of, if you haven't seen them, so it's a, uh, we don't know exactly who all is behind this. There's a lot of it is, if you're watching the video, you see that we've got one here up on the screen, but a lot of this is anonymous people who are putting it together. Um, so they are always in black and white. They're very graphically appealing, very nicely done in a marketing sense. Um, They have several different videos. They probably have, what, 10-ish now? 10 or 15? I'm not sure how many they have. Um, Some of them are really good. Some of them, uh, I would say, are maybe a little heretical. (laughs) That's coming from Renee. We'll see what Dr. Bergwald thinks. But I would say there's definitely some issues with some of them. So... So the first one that you see on the screen, it is, um, let me look at my notes here. So it's called Love Your Enemies. Uh, it goes through clips of people fighting, arguing, obvious division between us, which we are definitely in right now. In yep. fact, if you watch the Sunday TV Mass from this past weekend, Father Morgan was doing the homily, and he talked about this very video um, in his homily. Um, at the end, it says, Jesus loved the people we hate. He gets us. So that's kind of the whole thing around these ads is the, he gets us thing. You want to talk any more about what you've kind of what you've seen of them?
1: Yeah. So and- I haven't seen many of them either. Cause I'm not obsessed with TV as you are. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: That is not why I've uh, kidding, seen them. <laughs> I'm kidding. kidding, kidding. That's Actually, that's they've been on true. during football games yeah, a I know, lot. I know. You, and that's you, mostly what I you watch act, on TV. You did, Right.
1: And you did, I mean, months ago, the one particularly that, that troubles you or, yeah. or uh, concerns you, uh, you had seen and asked me. And I'd never heard of it before. Right. So I do think we know, by the way, who the organization is. I think since the-
0: Yes, but we don't know who all the people are behind it. Well, no.
1: but uh, right. We know some. We, yeah. Uh, anyway, what, to be honest, so my sense, like the, the, the example of the one that you just referred yep, to- Love Your Enemies. Uh, uh, I think what they're, um, my sense of what this organization is trying to do is maybe two things. One, show the relevance of Jesus Christ mm-hmm. and a relationship with him to daily life. Right. So this 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 is a great example. Um, the t- what was the, t- what's the, the the line that you referred to for I this I said, particular- Jesus
0: loved the people we hate.
1: Right. Right. Which so, is absolutely true. Which is absolutely true. So, so often like to take that as an example, uh, yeah, a polarized, divided, uh, at least politically, mm-hmm. um, as well as football-y, you know, there's a lot of division. Uh, there's actually eight divisions, but no, no. Oh man. <laughs> no, so, but for us again, as Christians, we might hear a lot at church, love your enemies and pray for those yeah. who persecute you blah 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 but then when it's shown when yes. you see images and that prompts you to think about yep. oh that estranged
0: mm. brother right
1: um or
0: my neighbor who thinks differently than I do yeah. and I hate him yeah. I'm using air quotes here hate yeah. him because of that
1: uh other political parties crazy. Yeah. um people who desire to do us or our nation harm right Jesus Christ died on the cross for them mm-hmm. out of love for mm-hmm. them mm-hmm. uh he desires their salvation do i have his heart do right. i desire their salvation as well my neighbor mm-hmm. uh terrorist organizations right. people on the other side of the political divide from me mm-hmm. my estranged brother so so i think that's one thing to to help sort of like hey hey like kind of like slap us up aside the head a little bit yeah. like no, do you realize the implications of? Right. So I think that's one thing. The other thing, um, and I and I think this this is the one. I think the truth and what they're after with some of the ones that are more concerning to you is to show the humanity of Jesus. So throughout, can history, I describe before yeah, you do that? Can I, let me
0: describe the one that that the one that troubles me the most. Um, there are several that I'm like, uh, I think, especially as a Catholic, it's like mm, I'm not really sure that's true. But the one that troubles me the most, and actually I couldn't find it on their website anymore, Oh, <laughs> which was so very may, interesting, so maybe the, maybe. but it is still on YouTube. Okay. Um, so it is called The Birth and um, it goes through again in black and white. So I'll read, it goes through different scenes and you have, you have a, a person kind of narrating as it goes through. Right. And this is what it says. It says, a girl got pregnant. She was scared. Her parents thought her boyfriend was the father, but the baby wasn't his. He loved her, so he offered to raise the child with her. One evening, her water broke. There wasn't time to get help. This is the part that really gets me. <laughs> he delivered the child and lay him in a manger. And then the words, Jesus was born to a teen mom, pop up on the screen, and he gets us, all of us. That's... That one just really, when I saw that, I was like, oh, no, you didn't just do that. I mean, I, I feel like that really, it puts Mary in a light that she shouldn't be put in, uh, just says some things that just aren't even true about, if you're trying to compare it to Mary, which they clearly are to right. Mary and Jesus, Yep. there's just some things that aren't even true, so. Please, so, uh, doctor of theology, what, help
1: us. What, <clears throat> be more specific. How does, <clears throat> what do you think it's saying specifically about Mary?
0: Um, that she, it it compares her, her to a teen mom who was messing around yep. on her boyfriend. Right. Uh, not married. Um, does she decide to keep her baby? Yes. And that's great. But that's not really what the point of the video is from what I can right. see.
1: So, because th- <clears throat> the issue, I, I don't think it. <laughs> Yeah, um, and I think it can be a little bit scandalous, but I don't, so it, it's a little too edgy, uh, yeah. I think. But I don't think there's any, so, because uh, we don't know what uh, Mary's parent, were they still alive at this right. point? We don't know really anything, so were they? But we could see, where, I mean, so Mary and, and Joseph were betrothed. So from mm-hmm. an outside perspective, they were betrothed. The fact that she was pregnant would not have been it was a little bit unusual, but it was not wrong or immoral. Right. Because betrothal is more than just engagement. Yes. It's sort of like-
0: More than just a boyfriend.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, I think this is why I think it's edgy. Um, it, uh, and maybe a little bit too edgy, yes. I don't think there's- there, I, I, I'm, not about her, I'm not sure about heretical. I think they're trying to <laughs> parallel- uh, It's just
0: not a good parallel.
1: Teenage- uh, I think In what they're opinion. trying to do is, again- um, to get, look, help us look at the Christmas story, if mm-hmm. you will, from a from a, from a fresh outside perspective. My issue with that is okay, but we know the inside truth. I mean, I, again, I I'm I'm somewhat sympathetic to what their intention. This is where maybe I uh the difference between the two of us. I'm sympathetic to what their intention is. Sure, I get that they're trying to help us to see a story that's really familiar to us. With fresh eyes, but but some of the implications and their parallels, their analogies are too edgy and they go too far.
0: And, and the other thing I would say is, yes, maybe to some, some of us that know the story, but there are many people out there now who don't know the story and yeah, are not familiar with Jesus. Yeah. And they might be, they, they're seeing this and now equating Jesus's virgin, the, the virgin birth, the-
1: Virginal conception. God, yeah, and, and
0: God coming down from heaven- as a teen mom having a baby with her boyfriend who she cheated on. I mean that's just that if you if you are not a christian, you're not a catholic, that is not a great introduction to the divine truth of Jesus.
1: Yeah, but any confusion they have will be pretty quickly clarified maybe, when they Maybe. Yeah.
0: Because the website doesn't really get them. So they of course they want you to go to the website. He gets us. And I don't know how much time you spent there, but there really isn't any place to go, right? No, I, yeah, I there's know, no I church. Know. They aren't directing you to you to a church. They're not. It's that's why that's why this kind of bothers me because it doesn't really help them get anywhere necessarily. It might start a conversation, but that's my yeah
1: yep. I, yeah.
0: So so okay, so let's move on to the chosen, and then at the end, I want to talk about like how do we how right. should we be thinking about these <laughs> yep. things. So. Um, The Chosen, many people are very familiar with this series. I love The Chosen personally. Um, I've been watching it, went to the theater to see some of those episodes, and I think it's really well done. Are there some issues with some doctrinal things compared to what? Yes, there are. But there's mostly small from what I have seen. So The Chosen is, if you aren't familiar with it, um, it is the story of how Jesus chose the apostles. And basically it's the 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 apostles' story. And yeah. yes and it's basically their story yes yep. jesus is in it and all these different scenes from the bible happen but there's lots of imagination used to fill in all of the yep. holes and gaps and that's where a lot of people have problems with it so uh yeah. and the, the image you're seeing on the video this is this is actually one of the episodes it's episode three of season two where they're sitting around the campfire and so on and it's mary telling the story of when jesus was born
1: right and that's uh the Mary Magdalene is portrayed is uh on the right, the right. And then I can remember her uh, name. Thomas's girlfriend.
0: I can't think of it at the moment either. Rema. Rayma, Rayma. Rayma.
1: thank you. Yeah. Um so I, I also am a big fan of the chosen, but I take the chosen for what it's what it is mm-hmm. and what it's intended to be. Right. So the the creator, um primary writer, primary director. I think he's direct. I think I kind of, I think he directs, has directed every episode. So Mm there've been three seasons with what, about eight episodes. Uh, Roughly. Yeah. Uh, So about 24 episodes so far planned to do seven seasons Mm -hmm. total. So not quite halfway through. Mm -hmm. Uh, So the creator, Dallas Jenkins is a name is Dallas. Dallas is an evangelical
0: Protestant, evangelical
1: Christian. Um, uh,
0: But they do. So,
1: so that, sorry. What he said, he said, i remember watching uh, a video recently one of the the live his comments around the live stream around mm-hmm, other mm-hmm. side before or after one of the 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 episodes season three he taught he had the bible with him he said the chosen is not this. I will, I want you to get into this. He, he right. wants people to get into the word of God written. He mm-hmm. wants people to go to church, to, to pray, to actually come yes. to know love. Yes.
0: And he's very clear I mean, about
1: that. He's very clear about that. And he's also very clear that what we're doing here is, uh, maybe not exactly. I'm not quoting him, but this is basically what he said. Um, taking artistic license mm-hmm. with what we know from scripture and what we know. And this is to me, this is why the chosen is so fascinating to so many people. They do a good job of um, using what we know about first century right. uh, Jewish culture. Well, and Roman culture, yep. like it, what we know of how the Holy land, what we do know about uh, how life would have been in the Holy land. And yeah. we don't know everything about right, it, right. but they take scripture. They take what we know about the culture of the day and the time um, or the day and the place. And then they fill in the gaps. Yeah.
0: And uh, there are a lot with, of gaps. There are a lot of <laughs> gaps.
1: So the point of The Chosen, I think, is to help us imagine these, again, stories that are very familiar to mm-hmm. us. What might that have looked like? And yeah. Dallas Jenkins is not saying, I really think this is what it
0: looked right, like. Right,
1: right. It's not that yeah. at all.
0: He's often said, we really don't know. Yeah, exactly. Um, some of the really beautiful things that I have appreciated about this. So he... When they're writing these episodes, they actually consult with a Catholic priest, a Jewish rabbi, and a Protestant minister. Yep. So, they take into account kind of all these different sides. There has been one really beautiful scene. I believe it was season two. I believe it's season two um, where Mary Magdalene like falls away yep. for a uh, an episode or two. Yep. And then when she comes back, Mary, Mother Mary brings her back to Jesus to basically give a confession. And Mary is with her the whole time. So it's like this Mary interceding on behalf of yep. Mary Magdalene. And it's really a beautiful scene. And that's a very Catholic yep. thing. Without them saying it, they're showing it. Right. So I really appreciated that. Yep. yep. Um, but then there are other things, um, like for instance, in this scene that we see here, um, there's actually another one too. But this one in particular – uh, Mary's talking about how when Jesus was born, none of it, nothing about it was easy. But and, and most of us would, that would breeze right by us and we wouldn't think anything of it. But there are some, doc, not really doctrinal things, traditional things, because traditionally it was a virgin birth, so she didn't have pain. Well,
1: so this and this is where, so what scripture- there's
0: differences on that, right? <laughs> there,
1: there are. So a lot of Catholics, okay, this- uh, Quickly,
0: quickly, um, Genesis
1: chapter three, which actually we're going to be talking about. We already talked about biblical bites. So we talked about this at right. the top of the show, but I didn't get into this detail.
0: Okay. So make sure I
1: don't get into that detail. Um, uh, after the fall, God says to Eve, um, the pangs of childbirth shall increase right. in you. Now, a lot of people, when they read that, Uh, So it it looks like um, the pain of childbirth is a result of the fall. Right. Implication being that somebody who is without sin, like Mary, who is immaculate conceived, Would not have it. That would not have had. But um, it actually, it says the pains of child- So there is definitely uh, a strong tradition. uh, There's a strong line of thought within Catholic tradition, not authoritatively, but a strong line of thought that- uh, that that basically Mary would have felt no right. pain during right. childbirth. However, others would point Catholic, good Catholics would point it, it, that God said he, uh, that basically the pains of childbirth will increase. Right. Implication being there will be some pain, but it won't be as intense right. as it is for uh, a, a fall, somebody right. who's fallen. So that there may be it, it was a virgin birth. Right. Virgin birth. But,
0: but she doesn't but, indicate she doesn't say anything that indicates any way. No, than but, that, I would say. but this
1: is where, again, me coming to the defense, there's nothing that's said that goes against what right, the church what authority I mean. teaches. Yeah, that's oh, what I oh, mean. That mean. Yeah, okay.
0: there's there's okay. nothing there that would be a giant red flag.
1: No, nothing. Yep, correct.
0: Um, we only have a few minutes, but okay. So real quick, there's another one, which was Jesus when he's doing the Sermon on the Mount. Um, yeah. That one in particular, when he's practicing, that yeah. kind of gives people a little bit yeah. of pause. Like, yeah. what did he really have been practicing? Because he, I mean, he's supposed to be just like. He's God. Holy spirit's just coming. Well, you know, but I, we don't know.
1: Yeah. I don't, I don't know that he practiced right. the fact that he, I mean, he started to grow in knowledge. This yes. is, so this is, yes. the, I said this earlier. I do think that there's been two things in history when it comes to Jesus, uh, well, at least two things. We can sometimes tend to overemphasize his divinity and right. minimize his humanity. Right. Sometimes we can do the opposite. We overemphasize his humanity and minimize his divinity. Yeah. And it's gotta be, it's the Goldilocks principle. You gotta yeah. get it just right. And,
0: and it's hard when you're putting in all these imaginative new right, things. For sure. I mean, we have to cut him a little bit of slack. Right. He's not Catholic. Right. He's doing his best to not be Heretical against Catholics. So it'll be interesting how this proceeds (laughs) as we get into other parts. Right, right. Right. Uh, Okay, we have a couple minutes left. So, Chris, how do we as Catholics watch this kind of stuff?
1: So whether it's um, he gets us or the chosen, take it for what it's worth. It's not the gospel. Right. Right it's it's not not in the everyday sense and in, in the literal sense the chosen uses the gospel um, he gets us i think is trying to use uh and and effectively in many ways christian principles but we always d- don't just um you know it's true cuz i saw it on tv you know <laughs> we we know that that's uh, even when it comes to matters of faith it, again like i was saying um kind of when we were uh Sparring a little bit about that he gets us. I think if if it prompts you to think anew or provokes you something in you, that's a good thing. But go further. Okay, so what is the truth? I never really thought about this Mm -hmm. before. Don't just take it at face value. Use it for what it's intended. That is to prompt you to think further to seek more deeply into the truth of who Jesus Christ is and what he desires for you and for me.
0: Right, and and really as Catholics, like if, if someone we know has seen that and maybe is asking us about it, this is a good time for us. Now, now they've been prompted. Yep. And we can then talk, about, talk to them about the truth of the church, Absolutely. of the Catholic yep. church and so yep. on. So yep. would you, if someone asked you about the Chosen series, would you recommend that? Oh magic? yeah, I do all the oh. time. I, I was the, pretty sure you the, did, and but.
1: depending where they're coming from, because oftentimes the people are asking me are, are they faithful Catholics and they're they're not quite asking permission, but they're they in, just we, want to know it's in, okay. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, yeah, and and I say the same sort of thing that we said yeah. today. It, it's there's a lot of artistic license taken because there's a lot we don't yeah. know, but there's nothing that's blatantly so far so far. Right. <laughs> Um, there are
0: some things that are going to be really interesting as we interface. get to them. Yeah, we'll
1: see how they do. Yeah, things.
0: like how do they? I, I'm curious to see if they even deal with John chapter six. Uh,
1: yeah, I know. Like, I know. like
0: do they go there?
1: I don't know. I, I, I think. <laughs> and what have do to they go, do with it? They'll have to go to the Last Supper. Oh, for sure. How will they handle it there? Right. You can avoid John six. I think
0: you can too, and I'll be. It'll be very interesting if they do. To me, right. it'll it'll tell me something. Which I bet they'll avoid it. I already know. I bet they'll avoid it. We'll see. I think they will too. We'll see. So, I, so, yeah, I encourage people to watch it. It's been. It's really great. It really just, it's really cool to imagine what their lives might have been like and how How it, it seemed like it's so easy. Oh, now he follows Jesus. How did that happen? Right. How could it have happened yep. is what I should say. Because we don't know how. Nope. So, thanks for coming in and talking to me about it. You bet. <laughs> I appreciate it. All right. if you haven't found us on social media yet, you can find us at Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, always at YouTube, and now at Rumble as well. And you can find us at sfcatholic.org, where you can find all kinds of information about the diocese and the new CFSA videos that if you haven't seen them, if they didn't get shown in your parish, for instance, you can see um, the testimonies about uh, all the people who help us so much and are uh, provided for us through the CFSA dollars that we spend. That's it for us today. Hope you'll join us again next week for more Catholic Views.